0: Forge fans, it's the Match Day Preview. I'm Anthony Urcioli. This is the Forge Audio Network, your Forge FC, taking on Halifax on the road Friday, 6 o'clock kickoff. Uh, The Wanderers coming in with a couple of draws, and uh, Forge coming in with a draw and a loss. And um, there's a couple things we're going to focus on on this Match Day Preview as uh, Forge takes on Halifax. Um, field conditions are going to be a talking point. We're going to hear from Forge head coach and technical director, Bobby Smirniotis. We're also going to hear from midfielder Alessandro Hajab Rapport. And we're also going to talk about tactics. its It's been a big topic of conversation this week. The tactical demand that coach Bobby puts on the Forge players has been a talking point specifically. I uh, will hear from him and we'll hear from Hajab Rapport. And um, let's break this down. Forge coming in. They're in 7th place in the CPL table. Now, they're sitting on 5 points. They've played one less game than Halifax. The Wanderers are 3 points up on Forge. Just to show how how tightly contested this season has been. And where the parity lies. 2nd place to 8th place. There's a 5 point difference. In fact, a Forge win could catapult them from 7th into a playoff spot. Coach, players, they hate talking about the standings. Coach Bobby will tell you, and he tells me (laughs) every week, he reminds me, he does not look at the standings. But we're going to, because I happen to believe it's never too soon. And um, if you can bank points now, why not? So, forge with an opportunity to get into a playoff spot, despite sitting on just one win this season through five. Let's break this down further. Let's break this down home and away. Halifax, undefeated at home. They played two matches at Wanderer's Ground in Halifax. Um, They have a win, they have a draw, and they're plus two as far as their goal differential goes. Forge, on the road, has yet to win a match this season. They have two losses in their two tries, and they are minus two. They've scored one goal in two matches away from home, and they've given up three so they're at minus 2. So playing away from home is difficult uh, regardless. It's even more difficult when you're playing at a Wanderers ground, a very difficult place to play. And if it the players have talked about the fact that the fans are kind of right on top of you, it's it's very um it just everything feels really close and intimate and that can be tough for an away squad. Add on top of that, field conditions. It's not often in this league you're playing on natural grass and that can be unpredictable and that's one of the things coach Bobby spoke about this week going into the match
1: yeah challenges uh you know you're going to play on a grass pitch we don't know what the quality of the of the pitch is uh, at this moment usually early in the year it's not at its best um at least from you know knowing uh What it looked like uh, back in 2019, it's been a long time. You know, last year we played in there in the fall. And again, it was a a difficult pitch uh, to play on. But other than that, it's uh, all teams are competing. All teams are competing for three points. They're a team that competes in every single one of their matches um you know whether they're winning right at the end or you know the last game they've uh, they've lost points uh, right at the end and I think that's indicative of what's going on in these first few games of the league and something I you know kind of projected to begin the season in this uh, first uh, eight to ten games of the season as teams get through their processes uh, teams figure themselves out and so they're a challenging opponent but for us we have to focus on ourselves we have to keep on playing football we have to keep on doing the things we were doing uh, in the last game against Ottawa just uh Hopefully a few more go in the net.
0: Alessandro has your rapport. Also talked about the field conditions and and pretty much echoed what his coach said.
2: Uh, I think it changes sometimes which boots you're going to wear. But besides that, uh, not too much. I think you think about it before you're going to go to the game. Uh, We're lucky enough that uh, we're going to train there. So we're going to get to see how the pitch is. I played there a couple of times. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Some a little more chewed up. It is a harder ground. So we'll be prepared. But... In terms of actually preparing for the game, no, there's not too much, not too much that goes into it.
0: All right, we're going to hear a little more from those two. But before we do that, let's, let's, I'm a stats guy. Let's break down some stats here. Um, this one I found, found interesting. Goal conversion. How many of your shots on target are actually finding the back of the goal? Forge is in the top half of the league. Uh, They're over 18%. Valor leads at uh, over 22%. So Forge is right in the mix, and they're in the top four there. They've they've been efficient when they have been able to hit the target. Um, Halifax is in the bottom half of the league. They're at 12%. So Halifax, when they're getting their chances, they're not necessarily converting. And um, Forge has done a much better job this season at doing that. Also, interesting. Halifax has uh, scored seven goals in their six matches uh, this season. Two of those goals have been off penalties. So only five have been non-penalty goals in six matches. So the offense hasn't necessarily been consistent for Halifax. Um, And also, I just found this interesting because, again, I'm a stats guy. Halifax leads the league in hitting the post, hitting the woodwork four times. Um, that's twice as much as anyone else in the league. So maybe they've just been a little unlucky. There's there's we don't know. We know Halifax is a talented team. It's been tough to kind of gauge where they are at this point of the season. Are they a middle-tier team? Uh, which these stats would kind of uh indicate, or have they been unlucky? And in Forge's case, they've been talking about finish. Finish, finish, finish. It's we've been talking about it for a while now. For whatever reason, that final third. Um the, the that final touch just just hasn't been there. And I know I like talking about stats and I like talking about standings and I told you coach Bobby does not like looking at standings. He doesn't even seem all that thrilled with me asking about the standings. But I I threw the question out there this week and here's what Bobby had to say. "Hey coach, uh I I know I know you're not following the standings and you never do. Um but you're facing a club that that is three points up on you and they are in a playoff spot I'm just wondering you know regardless of how the season's gone to this point do you are you able to keep it in perspective for the guys that it's early and th- these six point swings happen every week you know depending on who you're playing
1: yeah of course I think uh, that's normal um, you could look at history for that and see where you were at this point last year after five games and different things like that and you know no team is going to go undefeated um, that's already uh, been proven uh, five to seven games in uh, from now. Um, so you just have to keep your head down. You keep on working and uh, work for the results. Um, that's the bottom line of, of what we look at. And I definitely don't look at the at the standings um, because in the end of the day, it's great. We've accumulated a lot of points uh, last year and uh, we have no trophy to show for it too. So you just go about every game and, um, you do what you need to do and uh, you keep on playing uh, your quality football. And If you keep on doing that, good things come.
0: Now, tactical demand has been a point of uh, emphasis in the past couple of weeks where we've learned, you know, that Forge has tactical demands that just aren't quite at the same level with other clubs and in and other kinds of, in other leagues. So Coach Bobby demands a lot of his players. And listen, the results have been there. Whatever he's preaching... It's it's a proven formula, and Forge has the talent to carry it out, and they're still just trying to find that level of, uh, of consistency and level of finish. Forge, we know they love to control the ball. We know they're going to lead possession every single week for the most part. Um, they're also very efficient with their ball movement. They lead the league in pass accuracy. They're at around 85%. So not only are they moving the ball around, they're connecting with their passes, which shows the system works and the players have the skill to deliver what the coach is looking for. Another stat I found interesting. Unsuccessful crosses and uh, corners. Now, this is a stat that the Canadian Premier League tracks. Forage is tied for the league lead uh, with York. They have 90. So, uh, by comparison, Halifax, who's played one more game, is at 77. So Forge is getting their opportunities. This isn't a team that isn't getting them for whatever reason, that the crosses, they're not getting through, they're getting blocked. Heads aren't getting there. Feet aren't getting there. That final touch that we've been talking about in the final third is where Forge really wants to improve. And you feel like if that's the only thing holding this team back, they're in a pretty good spot. So as we talk about um, tactical demand, Let's hear from Alessandro who who's played for other clubs, um, who played for Pacific last season. Forge fans trying to forget his time with Pacific. He scored a pretty important goal against Forge. We don't have to bring up again. Uh, but he, here's what Alessandro said about uh, his time under Coach Bobby.
2: I think here my kind of tactical awareness and the way I have to think about the, the game has kind of increased and... uh yeah, there's a lot of demand. The way we want to play is uh, very, not complicated, but there's a lot of things that go into it. It's very detailed. And I think with a lot of new players, especially in the starting lineup, I think there's four to five new players uh, that are starting a lot of the games. And we haven't played with each other for a while, so it does it does make a difference. Um, but I think, I think we are on the right track. I think there's just like finer details that we're starting to figure out with each other. And... I think soon enough, though, I'm pretty confident that we'll uh, we'll figure it out.
3: And then if I can, just maybe one on yourself personally. You know, you're obviously new to this club this year. Just maybe how do you evaluate kind of the way that, that you've started with this club and how comfortable you're starting to get if, in playing under Bobby and playing with this group of players?
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's going okay. Uh, I think I came in and I got injured, so the start wasn't that great. Um, but the guys welcomed me really warmly. TNI from Pacific and yeah it's been it's been really smooth the uh, learning from Bobby and learning from a lot of the other experienced guys in this locker room uh to be honest it's one of the more experienced locker rooms in the league with a lot of experience abroad as well as in MLS at higher levels uh as well as in the CPL I mean there's a lot of uh, players that were part of the teams that won two championships so it's been it's been really smooth and I've been learning a lot so it's been good.
3: Not only adjusting to a new team and a new system, but I feel like this the position you're playing now seems to suit the player you want to be a little bit more attacking, a little bit more of a distributor. You could totally correct me if I'm wrong, but but what has that adjustment been like to be in a bit more of an advanced position where you're you're pulling a bit more strings with an offensive burden compared to where you have been the past couple of years?
2: Yeah, exactly. There's a little more a little more responsibility on me to kind of create play kind of get forward, get into the box. I always thought that I could play a little more advanced and I'm happy that the club and the coach and a lot of the players have that confidence in me. Like you said, it is somewhere that I want to play as well. I feel I can offer a lot to, to a team playing in that position. Of course, for the last uh, couple of years, I did play a little lower. So I'm used to having everything kind of facing in front of me and playing forward most of the time. Whereas sometimes you're playing with your back to goal or you're having to be on the half turn, which is something that I know myself I have to get better at. That's something I focus on and want to be able to play in between the lines, be able to go on the dribble, be able to play on the half turn, stuff like that. And yeah, that's exactly like you said. uh, It's somewhere that I think I can play and I've been given the opportunity. So it's just about me taking it.
3: Ali, you mentioned you've played at Wanderers Grounds a couple of times now. If I'm not mistaken, both were much later in the year. But if I could ask you just to go back to those matches, what is it like to play at Wander's Grounds? Because I feel like the narrative we hear a lot in the media and we perpetuate it sometimes too, is that it's a it's a really intense place to play. It's a fun atmosphere. But if
2: you can go back to those two matches you've
3: played there, what, what do you remember from, from those games?
2: Yeah, I think you described it well right there. It is an intense place to go play. It's tight. The bleachers are bleachers; they're not necessarily seats, so they make a lot of noise. Uh, the fans are really loud. Uh, yeah, and they love their team. Uh, I know one of the guys there says that they go on the street and they get recognized, no problem. So I think it's a sporting city, and they really do support the the Wanderers. It is a tough place to go. They know their field really
0: well. For Jeff, see an interesting one, an opportunity to get into the thick, um, into I mean, in a tie for second place after how things have gone and not being completely happy with their play. I, I should specify the club has been happy with their play. They haven't been thrilled with their results, which is understandable. They only have one win through, uh, through five matches. What an opportunity on the road. You can get your first uh, road win. You can beat a club that you are behind in the standings. You can get back into the thick of things, into the title race. Um, at least the, the race to finish first in this league. It just, there's a lot at stake here and Halifax on the flip side, they're thinking the same thing. We need to keep Forge down. We we know they're a club that's going to bank wins as the season goes. We need to keep them down um, as much as possible. So intriguing matchup. I'm excited for it. I know you're excited for it. Uh, don't forget, following the match, wherever you get your Forge digital content, whether it's through uh, through podcasts, through video, uh, you know, or on YouTube, on all the Forge social media channels, um, on Forge's website, there are so many venues for you to get Forge content and we have plenty more coming up right after the match Forge Halifax. There will be a match in review um, and we look forward to that. So I'm excited. Let's get going here. I'm Anthony Urcioli. It's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon.